Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. How did you guys get scammed? What do you mean by that? So, like, they were just overcharging us for, like, you know, simple things, like for making like a website or for making even just a, what was it called? My it was space a MySpace account. at the time. For making, because we didn't know at the time. We were like out of it, obviously. They put, they put like 50,000 pictures of one picture on the screen. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I was- don't know what this is. I'm like 10, but this isn't right. And then they were like, they were like, pick us up in this limo. We want to eat this, this, this. And yeah, it, it was, was just so bad. They were, they were a little a little too bougie for and us. They sold our music to other places without even telling us. Just really sketchy things. Hello and welcome to this week's In Conversation with Lemon. Joining us on the show today are Alyssa and Angelique from the sibling band Jagmac. We haven't seen a family band in a while and Jagmac are kind of like the reincarnation of the Jackson 5 but the modern version so they're very cool and very hip and talking to them we feel so uncool but anyways there's six of them Jared, Angelique, Gabrielle, Mandro, Alyssa and CJ so if you take the first letters of the name it creates Jagmac and Jagmac has come such a long way from performing in front of their dad to performing at a local church to going on a national tour with the mega pop group Little Mix and now, the group has been named as Radio Disney's next big thing, a title that Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello has held. In this chat, we cover a lot from what it's like being an Asian person in the entertainment industry to how the group was tricked in the early days. But we'll let Alyssa and Angelique tell their story. Here's them. Hi guys, how are you going? Hey, hey how's it going? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Where are you guys calling from? So right now, at this moment, we're actually calling from Orlando, Florida. Disney. We're, we're here at Disney World. Oh my god, wow. the happiest place on earth. <laughs> place. Are you yeah. calling from P. Sherman, 42 Wildly Way, Sydney? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're probably about eight hours from P. Sherman, Wildly oh, Way, Sydney. <laughs> we ask our guests the same question. Um, so, what are you watching or listening to that you can recommend to our listeners? Mm, that's a great question. So, um, this is Alyssa, by the way. <laughs> um, I listen to a lot. Um, but recently I've been listening to um, a lot of, you know, Gary Vee podcasts, a lot of comedy co- podcasts like Chris D'Elia. He's like one of my favorite comedians right now. A little raunchy. Ooh. but very so, so are you a more of a comedian girl, not true crime girl? Because a lot, everyone that listens to podcasts most listen to true crime. So you're more of a comedy, comedy yeah, girl. I like, I've never heard of true crime before. <laughs> No, yeah. So I, you know, I just recently started getting into podcasts. Um, and, and I, um, but they're but they're fun. But music wise, oh, goodness. my little brother loves podcasts. <laughs> Our baby brother oh. Jared, yeah, the J and Jagmac. <laughs> he <laughs> loves podcasts. But um, music wise, oh, that's a tough one because we honestly <clears throat> listen to everything. But I want to say I've been listening to a lot of John Bellion. I am a huge, huge fan Ooh, of John him. Bellion. His music, he's so inspiring. And I honestly have his stuff on repeat all day, every day. So I can't lie about that. And what about you, Angelique? What are you yeah. watching or listening to? I feel like being in the music industry, you kind of have to be well-rounded with every type of music. But for me personally, what I listen to is like classic rock. You can't ever go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Classic mm-hmm. album. I love indie pop too. It just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Do you have yes. any favorite, any singers or artists that you can recommend Ooh. from indie pop or you can't indie go rock? Wrong with Queen B. Uh, she oh. she's, she's not indie pop. No, no, no. Uh, she's, <laughs> she's like, is she considered she's indie? <laughs> her own thing. <laughs> no, but I love Haley Williams. So. That's where I get my inspiration from. Paramore. Yeah, from from Paramore. So like if you can combine Haley William with Beyonce, that's what I try to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Would you ever kind of dye your hair like Haley Williams in the future? You know, I'm actually going to go... Funny you say that. Purple soon. So that's going to be... I know! She always does funky stuff with her hair. I'm always changing my hair. Yeah, didn't you have pink hair in um like a ba- like like a bad music video? Was oh, that, real, yes, your, was... that was a wig. You remember? Oh, that was a wig. Okay, I was gonna say. Like, hopefully, that wasn't your wig because I can't imagine dyeing your hair pink. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> they just ripped it off me. I was like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> 
a lot of people who are listening don't realize that you guys are actually siblings or sisters. So your group Jag Map is consisting of all your siblings together. Correct. And what was that like being, you know, in a family member of six? What was it like growing up as a child? Goodness. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing this for quite some time, but um, more recently, you know, you know, uh, within the past three years, you know, we took mm-hmm. it to another level. Was when we um, went on tour with with Little Mix um, in England, actually, a few years ago. Wow, that was amazing! That was kind of like our kickoff as a as a group. But um, growing up doing this together, you know, we come from a, a Filipino uh, American household, so there was always karaoke. You know, our grandparents, or we call the call them our, our Lolo or our Lola or Nana mm-hmm. or Tatay, um, they would always make us, you know, sing in front of their guests and stuff. So it was just, it was always, always a around. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. So when we took it, you know, professionally, it was just kind of like, <clears throat> it was just kind of natural for us because it was, I don't want to say it's in our blood, but we were just already used to it. Any, <laughs> any- got rid of the stage fright early on, I guess. <laughs> Can I say that something about Filipinos, I'm not sure if it's in the water, but every Filipino Ooh. that I've met has like a pair of amazing lungs like you guys can belt Aww. notes and tunes all, all they can dance all can dance to yeah. you and if you don't have if you're a filipina you don't have one of them there's something wrong with you well either that or they become a, an amazing nurse oh that's oh, true yes. <laughs> oh my god that reminds me they can still that, go, though i still, you know. that that reminds me of my friend jay he he can't sing he can't dance but he became a nurse <laughs> every filipino that's your dream if you can't become a musician they want you to go into the medical field yeah. <laughs> yeah so what was growing up like with so many siblings and you know there's so many different personalities as well absolutely oh, yeah. we're all kind of different but similar you know in our own ways um you know we had come from a very loving home like our parents always supported us in our dreams and so our dad actually has a martial arts school back yes. home in Maryland. <laughs> Yeah, we do. We teach Taekwondo. We all have our own black our, our black belts. Um, we're also world champions in a <gasps> Filipino, Filipino stick fighting called Eskrima. Oh my god! So it's really cool. Like we grew up doing music and martial arts at the same time. Very interesting. But we we watch. You know, we would watch Mortal Kombat one day, and then like I don't know, yeah. a Disney movie the next day. Like it's so, like we're martial. <laughs> yeah, we're martial art teachers by day. And then singers. We're, we're singers <laughs> after that, in the afternoon. <laughs> it's so much fun because we incorporate that into our sets too. And not a lot, lot of people have seen that or done that really. So when they see it, they're like, whoa. Yeah, we'll put like, in. Don't mess with us. The martial arts. <laughs> That's kind of scary because it's like with me and my sister, right? Because we get into fights all the time. You can imagine if you guys get into fights, like you'll be like a Jackie Chan movie. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. We joke, but we say that like, you know, when when one person has like their leftovers in the fridge and we don't want the other person to eat it and then one person does eat it, it turns into like a kung fu movie. And then it's just like... One big role. We do fight over food. That's like the main thing we fight about. <laughs> so, so you guys grew up in Baltimore, right? So we're from yeah. we're from Australia. So we don't know what Baltimore is like. Is it mainly like a multicultural city, or is it what kind of community is Baltimore? Yeah. Like? Oh, I would say so. Yeah, for sure. There's you know, you have American, um, you have Hispanic, you have a lot of Filipinos there actually too, um, African American, all types, all types for sure. I wouldn't say it's as diverse as maybe New York or something, but we're we're about four hours away from from New York City. So if you can picture, you know, a little south, that's where we well, are. Well, we're we're so we we grew up in Baltimore, but we moved to the suburbs. So like now we kind of live near DC, Washington DC. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Well, we're like in the suburb area. We're also near yeah. the water, which is really nice. So we didn't grow up really in the city city. Um, yeah, we kind of grew up like near the water, which is nice. That's really nice. So were your parents originally from, like, did they migrate from the Philippines or were they born? Yeah, they did. So our father came here with his family when he was six years old. And I'm going to blame him for this because, so when he came here to this country, um, you know, he was forced to speak English so that, you know, he could understand it. So he can't speak Tagalog or the Filipino language to us. But he can understand it, so it's not fair. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we, can't, we can't speak it or understand it. But our grand, like the their whole story of coming here is like a movie. But because like our grandfather became a doctor, right? So like he like, I don't. It's it's so cute. Like he migrated he really, here first, and he like you know, 
got a job and like started working at it at this hospital from the ground up literally and then you know made his way up to the top brought his family over when they were young and then started a whole new life here and we have you know them to you know be so thankful and so grateful for because you know if my dad never came here he would have never met my mom and da 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 you know mm-hmm. where where did he meet your mom was it at the hospital or Ooh, so this is actually another story <laughs> an interesting story <laughs> So my dad went to an all boys high school and my mom went to an all girls high school. And one day, um, they, the two schools merged and had a dance and my dad saw my mom dancing and she's not the best dancer, <laughs> but my dad is a dancer. So a it was, he, he was a B-boy in the eighties. And our mom was an opera singer. She our was mom, a singer. Yeah, oh my mom, God, they're from like two different worlds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But my dad saw our mom that night when she was 14 years old. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to marry that girl. And lo and behold, however many years later, they got married and had all of us. <laughs> wow. I know a lot of people know that. Your mom is Polish. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, she's Polish. But she, her family have been here for a while, I think. And we've never been to Poland yet. We want to go so bad. So growing up was... Filipino or being Polish or American, which which culture resonated the most with you guys? Yeah, definitely our Filipino culture. Um, you know, our grandparents live not too far from us on our dad's side. So uh, every Sunday or even, you know, certain days throughout the week, we'll just go there and be with them and eat with them and sing with them and pray with them, do yeah. all these things with them, you know. So we're really, really close <laughs> to our grandparents. Yeah, our grandparents are actually here in Florida because they're ready to watch us perform tomorrow at Epcot. They're so supportive of you guys. Oh, Oh, yes. Our family is the best. Filipinos will support you. They're just, I don't know. Like, it's just something about them. Once they know that you're Filipino, they're like, oh, all right. (laughs) You don't even know them. We can walk by someone like on the street and be like, are you Filipino? And then you'll automatically have a connection. Yeah. And then they'll invite you to their house and say, somehow we're just related. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, like, come to the house. We'll we'll make some rice. But they're so generous. Filipinos. I feel like just like the Asian community community is just so welcoming. And I love that. Very welcoming. Guys, I really want to know, like, Whose idea was it to form this band, like sibling band? Because there's not not many sibling bands these days. So I really want to know, how did you guys get yeah. the idea to form this band together? Okay, so in all honesty, <laughs> you know, when we, you know, my brother and I grew up in the 90s. So the only bands that were out there were like, you know, Bashy Boys, NSYNC, yes. Spice Girls. And my, our older brother was like, hey guys you know, we have this surprise birthday party for our dad. Let's come together. You know, I'm going to write a song and I'm going to teach you guys some dance moves and we're going to, we're going to perform it in front of our dad. We're like, okay. So basically he was like, I'm, I'm forming my own band right now because I can't be in a band. So with my friends, why not just do it with my siblings? So we did it. We performed in front of our dad and our dad was so shook (laughs) that he was like, you guys should actually do this for real. And so from then on, like after that night, he was he was calling up, you know, friends or whoever could help us. And from then on, we wrote our first EP, you know, started recording and just never stopped from that point forward. Wow. Yeah. What, what song was the song that you guys performed for your dad? Oh, it's a really, really old song. Um, it's actually, called, <laughs> yeah, it's not, I don't think it's out there anymore. Uh, you it's, can try to find it. I feel like it's out there. It's, someone has it. Someone has it somewhere. <laughs> um, it's called Bring It Back. So honestly, my brother was 12 when he's, when we all started. So I was Jared like was literally Jared, our youngest brother. He, was, he couldn't he was, even like walk properly. He was yet. like three or four, he honestly. Three. He's Michael Jackson. <laughs> he's literally wow. the brother, Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> so this all started when you guys pretty much were in high school or was it a lot more after? Um, like professionally? Professionally, yeah. Yes, after, after high school. Well, for some of us. Um, so my brother and I... CJ and I were in um, college by then. I think the rest of them were still in high school at the time. But we're homeschooled, so we yeah. It and it it worked out in our favor because we're like, man, we really like want to go to regular school and just like experience it. But you know, like with regular school, like you have to you have to have like your homework and everything. Like you have like a lot of like work to do. Like when you leave, but with homeschooling, you can you can do yeah, you can travel and do your work like so we do like car schooling plane schooling and all that but it really yeah it worked out so talk us through like now you guys are performing at disney you guys are performing with little mix as well how did it you know get from performing in front of your dad to signing a label or getting a record deal with a uk label 
Ah, okay. So how that came about. So we had been doing music on our own, um, not really with anyone's help. Um, Our parents were kind of our managers at the time. And honestly, we were at the point where we were kind of spent financially. And we were like, I just don't know how much longer we can do this for. You know, the kids are missing a lot of school, like not missing school, but like missing out on school opportunities and relationships um, and all that. Yeah. And so by, you know, it was, it was, I think it was 2013, we had met our, our investor, which eventually became our, our label. And he was just godsend at the time because he, he truly believed in us and was like, I'm going to take you guys to the next level. And surely he did. And, you know, from then on, you know, he introduced us to our, our managers over in the UK. And then now, now we're with a new uh, label called Unitas Entertainment and, you know, it's just been, we're just been so blessed, um, to have him, you know, on our team. But it was, it was the time when we felt like giving up. We yeah. were just like, you know what, this is it. We're going to go to the Philippines, do these few shows and then come back and just, you know, live our life the way like we want, like a normal life. Right. And then it was the like, next day, my dad got a call and that was our investor. Our right. Investor. He was like, Hey, I'm in the entertainment business. My dad hung up. He was like, before <laughs> you hang up, <laughs> we're done. Like we've gotten. I'm just going to say we've gotten screwed so many mm-hmm. times, but it's just crazy. Like the time when you feel like you're giving up, giving up is like the time when you need to keep pushing the most. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to take it back a bit because you guys mentioned that you were spending a lot of money, like you're almost drained out of money. Was it from all the recording or was it from traveling? Yeah, it was for everything. I mean, there's eight people in our family. So to just even, you know, drive up to New York or something and stay overnight, you know, gets a little pricey with hotels and Gas and food. We eat a lot, by the way. <laughs> you know, we have a big appetite. But it's not even um, that. Not even it was that. like it was, it was how the it, we we had we had people who were scam. you know scam scam artists and like using us for yeah they were like pick me up in a limo. We, we were so naive at the time, oh so naive, and we would just listen to anyone. You know how, how did how did you guys get how did you guys get scammed? What do you mean by that? So like they were just overcharging us for like you know simple things like for making like a website or for mm-hmm. making even just a, what was it called? My it was space a MySpace at the time. For making, cause we didn't know at the time we were like out of it, obviously. They put, they put like 50,000 pictures of one picture on the screen. I was oh like, Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was... don't know what this is. I'm like 10, but this isn't right. <laughs> but and but... then they were like, they were like, pick us up in this limo. We want to eat this, this, this. And yeah, it, it was, was just, so bad. They were, they were a little, a little too bougie for and us. They sold our music. <laughs> places without even telling us just really sketchy things but yeah. so did you, did you guys begin the your career from obviously performing at church as well right but you also mm-hmm. were you also posting on myspace as well is that where it kind of like began in the early days um well we grew up definitely singing in the, in a church for sure um our grandmother and our mom all you know were part of the church choir and you know once we were able to like you know do it like at the age of 12 they were like oh you guys should sing with us so we did um but i wouldn't say that we got our first you know start on myspace i mean we had one just because you had to have one back then but yeah. it didn't really launch there i would say i would say our biggest thing so once we signed um with our first label um, back in 2015, 2014, 15 or something, um, we were doing a lot of stuff in the UK. So we were doing school tours and then we got the big UK tour with Little Mix and that kind of like launched everything for us. And and how did you guys get that tour with Little Mix? Was it, did Little Mix managers like approach, like saw you guys performing somewhere and then approach you guys? That's a great question. I I can't even remember. I I think someone backed out that last second and I guess someone... So one of our one of our team members knew the person in charge, like maybe one of their agents or something. And, you know, they were contacted and said, you know, hey, do you have any opening acts? You know, this group just backed Mm -hmm. out. So we were really lucky. We got to perform with uh, Nathan Sykes as well. Uh, He's a big. Yeah, he's super talented. Um, but we we miss our UK family over there. We haven't been back since 2016. 2017, 16. I don't even. Know. I don't even so remember. Long. It's been a while. They're so cute. They're like, we want to pay your flight to just come back. And we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> definitely. But hearing your story, you know, like you wanted to get into the music industry, and the point that you the bring where you wanted to give up, you know, a door opened, and now with Little Mix, someone backed out, and then another blessing came. It exactly. sounds like you know your spiritual i guess your spiritual guidance is quite strong in oh, your inter- yes. with, with your walk that's the, re- 
Amen. Amen, sister. Yeah, that's basically like the reason why we're still in this, you know? Like we just we really believe like this is like our calling. Our, our calling because yeah. I mean, that's like the reason why we're still even doing this because it's mainly also because of our Jagmac family. Shout out to our Jagmac fam. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy. Like you just see these messages and they're like, you know what? I stop uh, stop harming myself. Yeah, stop self harming myself because of your guys' music and what you bring, you know. And like <clears throat> it's just crazy what we can do and it's just like this, why would yeah, we the, the power of music in general yeah. is just it's it's so powerful and it just it puts you on a different frequency and I truly believe that you know, you can really inspire just even just one person through mm -hmm. through your lyrics or through whatever your message is. And it's such a huge platform. So, um, but our faith has kept us, kept you know, us going for sure, kept us going and our, and the support of our family, like, yeah, combination of, of everything. Yeah. hundred percent. Has there been a point in your career, I guess, where your faith has been a bit compromised by any chance? Yeah, anytime you have a, a real setback, you're kind of just like, God, you know, why did you allow this to happen? Like, I thought this is what you wanted from us. Mm -hmm. um, but I wouldn't say we would compromise our faith. I think it, it, you know, you make you question it a little bit, but then you kind of just have to like, throw it up and you know, throw up your hands and you just be like, God, you're, you know, you're in control, not me, you know, you close one door, mm -hmm. hopefully another one opens. I feel like, yeah, also, in the time of waiting, God's really testing us. He's like, are you still going to serve me even if this thing doesn't work out? You know, like I feel like that's the time when our faith is being really tested because, you know, being in the music industry, things always change. Constantly. And always like, you know, you can't really believe stuff until you're there in that moment. But I feel like, I wouldn't say compromise, but I feel like for me personally, I feel like it makes my faith stronger because then I know that that happened for a reason and he has something better, you know, in store for us. But Absolutely, 100%. And being in the entertainment industry, do you meet people like-minded like yourself or, or oh, with similar yeah. beliefs? I feel like we've came across like a few people Recently. and it's crazy to see because they point out, they're like, you have that light. This generation needs it, you know? But it's it's crazy when you meet someone with the same um, energy energy and mindset and goal as you too. Yeah. So it's it's crazy to it's, come across those people. It, it's it's not common, but you do find the ones that you know understand on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. um, and we tend to stick around with those. Yeah. It's, it's like God is opening so many doors for He even opens you know the door to be named as Radio Disney's next big thing. Okay, so. A year before we were named Radio Disney's Next Big Thing, we all were watching the Radio Disney Music Awards, right? And, I, and you know, this is the time we were like, oh, what are we doing? And then Gabriel and I, which is the G and Jag Mac, <laughs> we were watching it. And then we just looked at each other. He told me, we were like, we're going to be there next year. We're going to be there. And I was just like, okay, like, next year, Comes we around. were there. <laughs> wow. You know, we were the MBT. So when we got that call, we were just like, we were what? We were so shocked. It's so <laughs> crazy how it, like something happens in the time when you least expect it to happen. It was insane. Like we all were crying, you know, because as it was we were a... kids, like my dad, I remember my dad, he was like, when we were younger, he would go to these people at Disney, like, please check out my kids. Like they're mm -hmm. singers. They're like, yeah, yeah. You had to grind back then. You had to grind. And now we're staying at like. And the... then, you know, for, for Disney to have chosen us was just such a huge honor because, mm -hmm. you know, the previous NBTs were like, you know, Shawn Mendes, Camila mm. Cabello, we were like, are we even worthy enough? And, yeah. you know, you know, lo and behold, like they, you know, they truly accepted us into the Radio Disney family. And yeah. we're so grateful for them. They like that's, that's believe... the reason we're here right now. That's, that's so <laughs> crazy. So, but who, so who calls who like actually calls it was it your manager that told you that yeah it was our manager yep so what did he say he was like hey guys um radio <laughs> disney has called and they want to name you as the next big thing is that he was, the way he said it was he goes he said <laughs> i'll never forget this he goes what do what does jag mac you know alicia cara um Camila Cabello and whatever no. have all have in common. <laughs> like, oh, we can all sing. <laughs> he goes, no, you guys are all the MBT. And we're like, wait, does that mean we're the MBT? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yes. And so it was, it, it was a dream come true. We got to do so many amazing um, performances with them. You know, last mm -hmm. year was, was just like, we were on cloud nine. <laughs> yeah. So how, how, 
how many of you guys teared up after hearing that news? Did the guys cry as well? Was it? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> a few, a few. I think they all were too scared to show their emotions. Like, Angel- don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like our dad cried <laughs> because you know why? Because it just makes you like it. Just it's crazy how how amazing God is because like He hears He hears your prayers, He hears your cries, and He's just like. You just like, wait. I got you just you. have I to got be you. patient. <laughs> Trusting in his time. And it's just, I love Disney so much. <laughs> so like, and I've always wanted to just be a part of it somehow. Mm-hmm. And so just like being on that platform, like, oh my gosh. Like sometimes I even forget. Yeah, we forget. You we know, forget when you're in it, you when know. When you're mm-hmm. in it, you step back and like. You know, but it's see. so Disney doesn't get enough credit because all of these artists like Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, Miley blah, 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 Cyrus, like yeah. they got big they because of them. Disney. So like, mm. shout out Disney! I will be a Disney fan for life. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys get to do that special kind of Mickey Mouse one thing? It's be like, you're watching Disney. But <laughs> oh, we didn't have the one. We wanted. Oh no. <laughs> but we no. But they did feature us on the Disney Channel, so that yeah. was really really cool. But shout what? out to them. They support us when no one did. Like. Sorry, I'm just gonna. Sorry, I'm just here at Disney, so like this is crazy. Like I just ate a really good panini. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was so good. I was like, why is it so different from the rest? Because they put it with love. They made it with love. That's why. That's <laughs> right. Oh, that's nice. Coming up next on Lemon, Alison Angelique tells us what it's like being an Asian artist in the industry. And how Radio Disney has supported their career. But first, here's a word from today's sponsor. What kind of what kind of support do you get from from Disney after being featured as the next big thing? Because I know that they they blast your music on the, all the radio stations. Yeah. But what kind of other support do they give you in terms of like elevating your career? Um, so they had us performing at at um crazy venues. So last year we got to uh, open up for um. Oh, what was it? It was like the the national baseball um, oh, um, tournament, the all star um, game. The all star game. We got to do. Oh gosh, there's so we lot. got to do a surfing competition. There's Super just so Girl many. Supergirl Surf Pro. But the thing um, is, like, they will always be like, you know what? Like, we want the next song, like the next one, the next one you yeah, have. Let us play it. They're like, we want you guys to succeed. And to hear that from Disney, that's kind of crazy wow what what do they ask back in return is it is it like a catch or something <laughs> i know right i'm I just like know. what what am i doing <laughs> i don't know on? i guess just to to i don't know we, we we we've established a you know really great relationship with you know the people from renew disney so like every time we're you know hanging out with them like even after like work is over or after an interview is over like hey let's go hang out after this and like you know because they're our age so they get it <laughs> and it sounds like they I guess because there's no kind of big Asian artist, I guess, in the American entertainment industry. You guys could be like the next big Asian thing to kind of launch everybody, I guess, all of us in there. So I guess they kind of see that as well. Thank you. Yeah, that would be be amazing. Because, yeah, I mean, I know that her on the artist her she's half filipino mm. and half american yeah she's it's time for the talented. asians to rise yes yes, yes. 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 it is definitely yeah but i feel like slowly but surely asians are starting to make their peak because k-pop is like the oh, next yeah. yes <laughs> so um growing up did you guys ever wanted to be the face of you know asian people in mainstream media was that ever like occurred to you guys that you guys could actually do that you know, yeah. I mean, sky's the limit. Like, I, I think when we were younger, we just kind of wanted to make music and just perform. But now, you know, doing other things and doing TV, we were also featured on um, a TV show uh, with Baskets. Zach Galifianakis Zach called Baskets. And they were actually looking for Asian-American singers. Yeah. And we were like, oh, perfect. <laughs> so we got we got to star in that for a few episodes. Or, or no, so, sorry, one episode. But it was it was really nice. Um, Yeah, so if if the opportunity calls for it, I, you know, that's, that's totally what, That down. would be so amazing. That, like, we want to be, like, the being... next Asian Jackson 5. Yeah. Mm. Black Eyed Peas, yeah. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. He's he's Filipino. Yep. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, he people, is. People forget that Bruno Mars is Filipino. <laughs> no, I don't know how they forget that. I think but... he forgets it too. <laughs> Do you know why? It's because he's he's made it so big that we, we don't realize that Asian artists and Asian people can make it that big on mm. on a global right. scale. So yeah. when 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 one of us actually makes it, we forget that they're Asian, like they're right. one of us. We're capable. Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> so so earlier you guys mentioned that you know. 
right before you guys were going to quit music altogether, you're like, okay, let's go to the the Philippines and do a few shows. Yes. Has it ever occurred to you guys to, you know, why did you guys want to pursue a, a career in the US rather than the Philippines? Because most, most people we talk to, they go back to their home countries and, you know, pursue something there because they feel like there's no opportunity for them in America or in Australia where it's like more Western. Mm, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. It's really, really tough to break in the US. Like very, very hard. Um, but I feel like it's opposite. People like um American people go yeah, to like Ameri- the UK, British yep. people go here. But you know what? We're actually really so we're dual citizens of the so one like a US citizen and a Philippine citizen. So what we're trying to do is we're now we're trying to like tap back into the Philippines because now we can stay there for a long time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, we, 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 so yeah, we did a couple shows in the Philippines, but we couldn't get to stay there long enough to really mm-hmm. break over there. And so, mm-hmm. so, you know, we were, since we were here, we were like, we might as well just, you know, keep pushing here yeah. and do, we, so last year we actually did a U.S. tour with a, a, the, a boy band called In Real Life. They, um, they were on a TV show that called Boy Bands and they were the ones that won. Mm-hmm. And so we did a, a U.S. national tour with them, which really, kind of put us on the map to the u.s fans here so before that we were kind of just doing some shows like on the east coast but now you know after doing that nationwide tour now we have fans all over the u.s so i see i think we're starting to grow for sure here um but that's not to say we're not going to go back to the uk go back to the philippines you know travel everywhere as much as possible to you know to become like worldwide (laughs) i want to say what what do you think is the hardest part about breaking into the entertainment industry in the u.s as an asian artist um, to, I think just for anyone in general, you just have to be persistent. And I think people, there's a, there's a point, you know, in just anyone's life where you're like, how much longer can I keep going? Like before, cause I'm about to be 27, you know, and mm. I'm a woman too. So it's like, you know, I want to get married. I want to have kids, but you know, it's just like, mm. I have to stay so focused on what I want in my career. And it's, it's, I can't back down now. Like I'm in it too deep to just be like, yo, you know, it's so easy to just give up and it's so, so easy to go back to school and to just get a nine to five job. But, but then like, you're going to be questioning you yourself. Like exactly what I really, you know, like if you didn't push that much, like, yeah. And so I, I would say persistence is the really, is really the hardest part about the whole thing. Um, mm. and as long as you, you know, surround yourself with people who, you know, share your goals with you and, you know, you have a good head on your shoulders and you're not, you know, you remain humble. Um, I think that's, you know, one of the most important things for sure. But I feel like it's hard for musicians now, just in general, because like everyone's labels don't look at that. They look at numbers. numbers. So it's not about talent. It's just about how many True. numbers you have. So like, where are the real singers? Like, where yeah. are the real musicians, you know? And that's the, that's like one of the main things that musicians just in general, like they feel that, like they know yeah. the struggle because it's hard, you know, getting followers. But that's like all that matters, you know, like, we're not the one- would be like, oh, you guys are perfect for this. Like you guys have the full package, but they're like, you know, like but your numbers, but your numbers, but we're not the always- type that's going to like buy followers, you know, mm. you know, we're not, we we're not that type. into that. Yeah. And like, also like, we like our sound. We like, we want our sound to be different Universal. from the rest. Like we don't want to sing what everyone else is singing. Like, no. Like we can sing about that. It's so easy, but it's like we we, we write our all of our own stuff. So yeah. it's it's really hard for us to like get a song from somebody and be like, okay, sing that. We're like, eh, you know, no. we're artists. So like we want to be able to get in there and create we both on jag- the writing side and the production mm-hmm. side. So. We want a jag max sound. Yeah, mm. and it's interesting that um you mentioned that you know you're involving into a woman as well, and there's always I guess that stigma, especially in the Hollywood series that you know, especially with women, the older mm-hmm. you get, it's harder for you to break through because it's kind of oh, like right. a ticking time bomb, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. Yeah, and my feeling I was actually watching one of your covers. Actually, you did a Christina Aguilera cover, and we noticed that you did have a ring as well. So is there like a pressure to you know? I mean, when you guys travel, is it hard to maintain a relationship as well as when you do get older, push into your 30s as well? Is there something that, I guess, that comes to your mindset? Mm, should I be doing this for a little bit longer? I want to settle down oh, and have kids. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, struggles. oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you said, perfect, perfect example. Um, I, I do have a ring, but that's not, I'm not engaged. <laughs> I just, I just have rings. But, um. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was asking Tom, I was like, is that the engagement ring? Because I don't know much about like where the ring goes. But asking, is that the no, 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 I do, I do keep it on the ring finger, but that's not. <laughs> um, but I do have a boyfriend, and he's actually also in the music industry, so it's great because he understands, you know, 
where I'm at and where he's at. And, you know, we can both do it together and that, you know, you don't, I don't feel pressured, you know, to get married and start a family. Like, you know, we know, we understand the pace of each other's, you know, careers and everything. And you just have to be patient. I feel like, well, this is Andrew speaking and I'm single. (laughs) 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 I feel like for me, look, she's okay. Like she's chilling. What do you mean? I feel like for me, it's hard because you either have to find someone that will be with you through thick and thin and that's yeah. why, to be honest, that's why I don't really have friends because they uh, think no, just they, like girlfriends. I mean, like, yeah, hmm. friends in general because they don't understand my lifestyle. You yeah. know, like I can't always be there for them. And like, you know, like if you're like in the army, you have to go when they tell you to go. Yeah. You know, like this. But I feel like <clears throat> they're like, oh, you can't be there for me for this. Like, you don't have like a regular relationship. Like, you can't hang out with us. Like, you're always leaving. Yeah. Like, it's that, just. That- that person who you're with has to understand your lifestyle. And, you know, I've had, you know, you know, relationships in the past where they just don't get it. And, you know, you have to move on from, from people like that because they're going to not drag you down, but, you know, prevent you from reaching your goals. And so yeah. you just have to make sure that whoever is with you really, truly has to understand your lifestyle and has to be okay with it. And not, and, you know, yeah. being gone for a yeah. certain amount of time. And, and I feel like it's like you People, people also, they assume, they see all the glamour stuff that happens. Like, oh, she's mm. near Disney. Oh, she's fine. But they don't know the hard work we put into it, you know? Like, the sleep, sleepless nice. nights. like The preparation. The, the preparation, the things I had to give up. Like, going to regular school, I never went to my own prom. I never had that, you know? So it's like, don't compare my life, you know, to yours. Because, like, your life is amazing, too. So there's six of you guys, and you guys are all kind of similar ages mm-hmm. do you guys with your brothers do you feel like you feel the same pressures you know working in the industry or do you feel like they kind of have less pressure because they're i guess like being a male in the industry you kind of have more privilege and more have it easier um i wouldn't say that especially nowadays you know with the rise of like you know you know women kind of like taking a stand and you know being that taking on that leadership role i would say you know that you know being in a group like and being siblings not one outshines each you know that's what i love about that's you know that's what's great about our sibling dynamic is that you know we all have our own strengths and our own different weaknesses but we all you know we all have a different color to ourselves but we're all together and not one is like above the other and so i wouldn't say it's it's harder for the the girls or harder for the boys because we all you know we're all the same yeah because we're all kind of one entity, I would say. But think, the boys do help a lot because a lot of the girls like the boys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know they get the numbers. They're, they're the ones that are helping. Yeah, the fans love the boys, especially Jared. He's got the dimple. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Manjo has the long hair, so all the girls love that too. Yeah, but to be honest, but like people in the past, you know, like producers in the past, they'd be like, you know what, I think the girls just be on this and then the boys are just like sitting down. Yeah, and you know, so- like, no, we're not going to do that. We're a family so gonna, yeah, so like being in the studio and stuff, it was hard. In, in the past, you know, Angelique and I had a lot of the the the, the leading roles in I music. Didn't. I had to work and, my way to okay. get there. <laughs> to get <a> part. <laughs> so, but nowadays, <laughs> nowadays we all write together and we all have our own parts. And like, yeah. I, I wanted to make sure that that was a real thing because I didn't want you know to be above my brothers or to be above my sister. Like, I I wanted all of us to you know share in that light. I guess. Yeah. And that's really good because I I. When I'm not doing podcasting, I work with my sister as well. We have a okay. little, yeah, we have a little business together. So we're there always, yeah, so we're always working together, but we always fight, like <laughs> always fight over the most silliest thing. Oh, trust me, we fight a lot too. Yeah, people think like we're like, oh, oh you're like we're so nice because we're doing this as a group. No, nah. we fight nah, all the time. Like, <laughs> Other than food, what do you guys fight about? The boys fight about girls. The boys, yeah. <laughs> you, you laugh, but it's true because Gabriel, well, no, Gabriel has a girlfriend now. But <laughs> in the past, in the past, Gabriel and Manjo, the two middle boys, they would always fight. CJ's married, so he's out of the picture. <laughs> not, 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 you know, out of the dating picture. But um, I feel like we fight also about like, Maybe we fight about clothes too, like no. outfits that we, oh, oh, oh we about do. Like, what, what to wear. The other boys are like, oh, I don't have this, or I don't have this. Like, well, just find something. What do we even, we fight about everything. Yeah, just little, little fights, nothing serious. 
No, but when it does get serious, like it gets dangerous. Oh, like, ma- my parents have to step in. Yeah. And like, yo, calm yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. that's true. Like, we'll we'll all have like our own trigger words. So like, Gabriel hates it when you say "shut up" to him. I don't know mm. why he hates it, and he just like. Well, like talk back because to he you feels like, like he's like so that's you have nothing else to say but that you know he's like use your words i don't know but, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we do fight it's not we do it's yeah it's just but, normal it's natural mm, and when you guys work together you guys create magic like congratulations on your release of your new song what's right with me oh, it's, thank, you. thank you so much it's, yeah it's such a powerful anthem about bullying and i love that you're choosing such an important issue in today's side it's kind of bringing bring awareness to it i guess did you pick this issue to kind of champion it because of your own personal experience? Oh, yeah. I so, mean, so we were, it came to our attention. It was brought to our attention, you know, from our label that, you know, the month of October was anti-bullying month. And we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We have this song. What's right with me? Let's, you know, let's push that and, um, you know, talk about that. So growing up, we were homeschooled. Um, so we were kind of surrounded by each other, but um, I wouldn't say we were bullied in the home like that. But definitely, you know, bullies are always out there. Um, the boys can get bullied. Oh we were bullied a lot, like a cyber bullying. No, the boys um, got bullied. The Mandrew boys got bullied. I think Mandrew was bullied um, by like, at a mall. At a he mall. was like, "Give me your money." Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It was, and he was just getting candy. He was like, "Bro, what the heck?" But you know, to be honest, people, yeah, we get bullied a lot. Like people would like call me. They're like, "What else would they say to me?" Because oh, yeah. I changed my hair a lot, and like if I forgot to move, they're like, "Oh, of course you forgot." They're, they're like, like "You dyed your hair too much." You know, that was one of the reasons why I stopped dyeing my hair because I was just so. What? Oh shoot, I'm getting emotional. Oh. Because like, who said this? Nah, bro. I'll tell who you later. tell me? I'll tell you later. Oh my god, I <laughs> it was like students from our school. Because they always saw me with, like, blonde hair. They're like, oh, it's the blonde, you know? And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to say it, but shut up. <laughs> I'm going to say it, but trigger work. No, but I kind of stopped dyeing my hair after a little bit. To be honest, the main thing is, like, for for us, I feel like it's cyberbullying. Because mm-hmm. they're too afraid to say it in your face. So it's yeah, like, come there's, on. There's so People much- are ruthless on the internet. I'm just they like, are. come on. Especially come Twitter. Talk to me. Twitter, wow. Twitter. Oh, my gosh. They, like, come and gangs on twitter so it means a lot more for us you know singing what's right with me because you really when you're singing something that you wrote you have to believe it you have to believe it so when when i made that video i'm not sure if you guys saw it on our instagram um on that that video of me with the like the words yes yep the writing yep those words aren't necessarily from what people said to me but words that i've told myself because the biggest bully you can be is yourself yeah you know mm-hmm. like and you have to be able to overcome those things and so when when i was you know taking off like on my my makeup and stuff or taking off the words angelique goes you should really take off all your makeup and i'm like no oh god i'm not gonna do that <laughs> he goes why you have to really believe it you have to really truly you know love who you are like in the skin that you're in and i was just like dang you're right yeah, I gotta you be- <laughs> walk the walk i gotta i talk the talk i gotta walk the walk as well and so, she looked just as beautiful no, without makeup no, bro what are you, you saying <laughs> no but i just wanted to prove a point you know that like really i you you have to if you're gonna be if you're gonna do something like that you know go all the way and don't be afraid mm-hmm. or ashamed and i wasn't and so i wanted to prove that point and i want girls you know especially girls nowadays because makeup yo let me tell you something I don't know girls' ages anymore. Like, you could be 12 and look like you're yes. 25. I, it's just <laughs> the power of makeup. Like, when I was growing up, I didn't know how to do that. I mean, girls, <laughs> I didn't have the internet so easily accessible like that. But still, like, it's crazy what makeup can do. And, I, and not that, you know, it's a good thing or a bad thing. But, you know, women especially, because, you know, we're always being want, challenged. You know, you yeah. have to look like this. You have to look like you Kylie Jenner. You have to wear your you makeup to, a certain way. Yeah. You have to dude the eyebrows on fleek you know like all those things are great but it's just like at the end of the day you have to take that makeup off and you wake up with that face every day so you better love it you better own it because god God doesn't make mistakes yo Mm, amen to that sometimes like i also i wake up i'm just like whoa dang like what happened like he (laughs) took a short time on me no he I have to like also practice what I preach too because I'm still learning as I go. Yeah. Because I will like I can motivate these girls, but sometimes like I need to motivate myself too Mm -hmm. and practice what I preach. You know, like I have to love the skin that I'm in, and Mm -hmm. it's hard. But but when you hear like the fans come back at you and they're inspiring you, it's just like wow. Like they think they don't do anything for us, but they do 
everything so for us, yeah. you know? So much. And it's just, we're so grateful for that. And yeah. I, I, I love that you guys, you, you know, you guys mentioned that your fans inspire you like a lot. Oh, oh my gosh. goodness. They're Every like day. one of the re- main reasons why we're still doing this. Yeah. You know? And they send us messages. They're like, keep going, keep pushing. It's just, uh, so we like to call them our Jagmac fam because we don't like to see them as fans, you know? We want them mm, to be part of our family, so we call them Jagmac fam. But, oh, my goodness. And you just hear their stories, and I was telling you, like, Especially, so yeah, cute. with this What's Right With Me challenge mm-hmm. um, that's going on this on challenge. our social media. Um, you know, it's really challenging girls to, or just anyone in general, to see really the good in them and to, to acknowledge that because it's so easy for all of us to, you know, pick out all the things that you don't like about yourself, you know, mm. it's so easy. Like I give you a list right now about me, but you know, once you sit there and you really find and truly accept and believe that, you know, you love yourself in this or those areas, like you, it's great that we're seeing our fans and girls, you know, talk about it and express it and like sharing it with other, other people. It's mm. such a beautiful thing. And it's cool to, to, you know, you know, it's cool to see that we kind of started it. Yeah, but it's an honor. It's like, an honor. It truly is an honor. Definitely. It's like you guys are the kind of the champion and the trailblazers of, you know, showing compassion, so much love. And even for myself and feel that we're sitting here, we feel so inspired as well. Oh, but be- oh you guys yeah. are inspired. <laughs> I you can't guys, wait to meet this you This is guys. such a great interview. You guys are no, when you guys, <laughs> when you guys are down in Melbourne, we have to catch up. We have to catch up. Oh, Please, we have to. You guys need to, you need to talk to our brothers. <laughs> If you think we're fun, like they're even more fun. <laughs> <laughs> but before we head off, we do have some wrap up questions for you guys that we do yeah. ask every guest. What is one thing that you guys have to do every day, no matter no matter how busy you guys are? You know, I think one thing is we always eat together as a family. Yeah. Oh, we always nice. try to find a way to eat together as a family. Yeah. Our dad um, made that, you know, like a rule in our house that, you know, no matter what everyone's busy schedules are, like we should all sit down and at least have dinner together. Um, so, so you can talk about, you know, your, your happiness, your sadness, like anything at, at the table. And, and I think that's really important for communication as a family and to be able to express, you know, what's going on with your life. Um, our dad really implemented that. Yeah. communication. Mm. Um, but individually, like I can't go to sleep without like, making sure i'm clean <laughs> no outside clothes on the bed yeah no, definitely not. um yeah just making sure you know clean on the outside but also like making sure i you know like wake up in the morning and like pray like if i don't pray or don't mm. like meditate in the morning like my whole day is off i and kid you coffee, not i you kid mean? you not your coffee. coffee anymore honey oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, yo coffee used, i used to love coffee like to the point where my body was addicted to it and i was like once I couldn't have coffee, like I would get serious headaches. And I was like, okay, this is bad. This is where I actually need to Uh-oh. cut it out of my life. And I did. And I actually feel great in the morning and I'm able to wake up with energy. It's the weirdest thing. But like, I'm such an advocate about it now because like I, I was able to do it and overcome it when I didn't think I would be able to. But yeah, so not, I don't drink coffee anymore. But yeah, I make sure that I pray and I meditate and I have that quiet time to like reflect on like how I'm going to start my day and like keep the day going. It's hard, but you know. You gotta try. Ooh. And what about you, Angelique? What what's one thing that you have to do? I have to eat. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have to have a good meal. Yeah. Like, oh man, true. if oh if she doesn't oh she gets hangry. I am the <laughs> person you will ever meet. <laughs> but, but luckily no, she's no, a chef, so I'm she cooks trying, up whatever. Love, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I you know what? I'm like on this new thing. I sound like a hippie but call me a hippie whoa, whoa. no no like i like to do what yoga i oh, like to meditate okay. <laughs> I, like I got her on that I wave i feel like i'm like like i got hello, you on like, that wave bro. hello like zenny oh whatever. my God. i don't know i like what i'm on <laughs> i like this morning routine yeah but you know what i mean yeah like eating would be a good one i mean coffee is always great <laughs> i don't know what are you also also i can't i can't go a day without listening to music true yo if yes. i'm not yep. listening to music something's wrong with me true. Mm. I, I i must be really really depressed if i'm not listening to music yeah. so all the time when i'm in the Wait, shower in yeah, the car true. you know working you know working out i always have music on what's something you guys like to do every day 
Um, I sorry. Um, <laughs> I really like coffee. <laughs> I can't what? Wait, coffee. Wait, wait, wait. No, don't be sorry. Like, I love you coffee have too. to do that for your job. You know, like sometimes you just gotta do it. It gives you that boost. You know. Yeah, because mm. like, I, I try. I tried to quit coffee this week. I lasted one day. I'm like, no, nah, I can't. I have <laughs> to. So I have to drink, drink coffee. So hard. No, but I feel like we're we're doing it wrong because we're drinking it like at five and like you're up. You know, like all night. So we maybe we need to drink in the morning. Yeah, no, in the morning, but in the morning I would well, get no, headaches. Had too much coffee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was having like two cups a day for sure. Mm. It's interesting enough because it's like Phil also gets super hangry if he doesn't eat, and I'm more <laughs> oh, like uh, I'm more like Alyssa. I I have to pray before I go to bed, like before I sleep. Oh, yes. Awesome. I totally awesome. forgot about that. Now I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, even sometimes I'll forget before I go to bed. To be honest, it's bad, but we all. I need it's, to it's kind of like, yeah. To make like time is hard. But at it's least hard. like you're praying while falling asleep. You know, you end your night with that. So it's like at least. Mm. You're do Do you guys have any guilty pleasures or like any trashy TV like you like to indulge at the Ooh. end of the day? I I was watching this show for a while called The Sinner, and it's not really about the sinner. Like I they they just made they just created that title to like lure you in. But it's a great show on Netflix. Um, the is, it, story, is it the one about just with Jessica? Jessica um, yeah, Jessica yeah. Biel, uh, Justin Timberlake's yeah. wife. She did amazing in that show. So it's not like a guilty pleasure. I mean, it's a great show. Well, okay. To be honest, Game, of, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones too. Oh, really I was saying eating cereal after you brush your teeth at like two in the morning. Brush your teeth again. <laughs> like, dang, that's a guilty pleasure, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's also like an addiction kind of for me. I have to put an ice cube in my cereal. Oh. Please try Ooh. it. It will change your life. An I don't ice cube? Do I don't do <laughs> Did you just say an ice cube? so much colder. But then it makes it more watery. No, please. Do you have to add sugar to balance it out? <laughs> no, you're chilling. Use use almond milk, though. Don't use regular almond milk. Almond milk, milk yeah. Like a, sweeter, a sweeter milk. I, and I, the, I've never done it, but she swears by it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It hits you differently. Please do air pinky promise. <laughs> and last but not least, how can people follow you guys on socials? Oh, oh. We are on everything. You name it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Snapchat, TikTok, uh, um, Apple no, Music, Spotify, YouTube, Triller. Um, MySpace. <laughs> JagMac or JagMac Music. And our website is jagmacmusic.com. So, and, and tomorrow you guys are performing at Disney as well? Yeah, <gasps> tomorrow and Saturday. So keep us in your prayers. Hopefully the weather will be nice and we'll have a great turnout. We're super excited. We were here last year too. We did the same thing last year. They so wanted great us to be back. back. Yeah. They called us like, we want JagMac again. We're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> No, they they you got they they want something from you guys, so just keep an eye. That might be one of those scammers. Oh no! <laughs> no just kidding, just kidding. No, we love Disney. Yeah, we love too. But yeah, thank you so much for chatting to us, guys. Thank and when you're in you. Melbourne, we definitely have to like hang out because Absolutely. we need to do a catch up. We have family in Australia. Yeah, we do. We have oh, come! No, they're probably my friends. Like, I have so many Filipino friends. If you know her, she's our cousin. <laughs> no, we just let her name. <laughs> no, I really exposed her. Yeah, <laughs> but no, you guys. Honestly, this has truly been an amazing um, experience for us, and we're so thankful and so grateful to do this with you guys. I'm sorry about the the you know technical difficulties in the beginning, but we we were able to make it work. So I'm. And super we love yes. what you guys stand for. Yes, we love your energy. Oh, thanks, oh, thanks guys. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. And we hope you could do really well tomorrow and when you perform, because I'm sure you will. But, like, yeah, d- good luck for tomorrow. And, yeah, we'll have to catch you next time. Absolutely. Yes. Let us know. We'll, we'll time. We hope you enjoyed the chat with Alyssa and Angelique from Jagmat. They recently released their anti-bullying anthem called Like a Band, so go check that out. And if you enjoyed this chat, make sure you go back and listen to our interview with the Aussie mega popster Samantha Jade, who talked to us about the struggles after she was dropped by her US label. And as always, make sure you have subscribed to us on Acast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And we'll be back in your ears next week on Tuesday and Thursday. See ya!